It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run company. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. And Brad, here we are putting this podcast together on a Saturday, a rare Saturday podcast, Saturday, December 5. And of course, one of the reasons we're doing it is as we speak, we are getting a nor'easter, aren't we? Dan, I just posted on uh, Twitter, bombs away. And I'll tell you what, that tweet is taking off. Um, it's, it's getting uh, multiple retweets and so forth, but we had uh, our first visible satellite picture of the morning, and uh, this storm is becoming a monster uh, off the coast of New Jersey, and it's going to take a classic nor'easter track. Uh, fortunately for most of us in Connecticut, and I want to say most of us, because some of us are going to be impacted big time by this, but it appears to me as though the jackpot is going to occur somewhere on the Connecticut-Massachusetts border around Union and Ashford, uh, on up into Sturbridge and Massachusetts, then on up through the Worcester Hills, and then sort of going up the spine of the uh, eastern White Mountains of New Hampshire and the western mountains of Maine. That area, Dan, is going to get up to 12 to 18 inches of snow. The wind is going to pick up. We're going to see gusts between 35 and 45 miles per hour. And again, I'll specify about this. We are going to see heavy wet snow, especially in those locations I just mentioned. And then there's the possibility of power outages as well. So this is a big nor'easter, and we have a lot to talk about. And, you know, it's interesting because this seemed to come out of nowhere. We weren't talking about this certainly last week, Brad, were we? Right. No, Dan, we weren't. And, you know, it's something that you and I were talking about off the air. For example, you know, AccuWeather makes these long-range predictions of a month out and two months out. And, you know, you can go to their website now and it'll say on January 24th, for example, 0% chance of precipitation. I mean, you cannot do that. In my estimation, you cannot do that. You can give a... Uh, you can give up some specificity for a season. Uh, you can say it's more likely than not going to be cold with respect to what's average. You can say it's most likely than not going to be dry with respect to what's average. But to try to pin it down day to day, Dan, I personally do not think you can do that. So, yes, this thing did come out of uh, sort of out of nowhere, but uh, we are also undergoing uh, with this bombogenesis, and I wanted to kind of define that for people because that's a term that's been uh, thrown around on the television stations and so forth. And I used to do it, so I mean, I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody. It's a, it's a perfectly good term, but it's kind of a scary term. But what it means is it means the rapid and sustained falling of barometric pressure which indicates the strengthening of a storm, indicating the strengthening of a powerful storm. And one thing you look at in terms of bombogenesis and strengthening of a storm is thunderstorms popping up. And I looked at the uh, SPC today, and they've got thunderstorms developing off the coast of Kid Cod uh, and off of the uh, Vineyard and Nantucket later today and off the Massachusetts coastline. So that's all indicative of a very major strengthening type of storm, a nor'easter, no question about it. Why is it called nor'easter? 
Well, when it takes the track as this storm is going to take, say like over Nantucket. So let's just put the low there, Dan, Nantucket. And uh, Connecticut is off to the west, northwest of Nantucket, obviously. So if the low is over Nantucket and we're circulating around it counterclockwise, what kind of wind will that bring into southern New England and Connecticut? It'll bring in a northeast wind, hence the term nor'easter. So when a storm takes a track off to our south and east, we typically get a northeast wind, the term nor'easter, the northerly component of the wind bringing down, seeping down the cold air from uh, northern New England and eastern Canada, and the easterly component of the wind bringing in the moisture off the Atlantic Ocean. And put it together, voila! What do you get? How do we get most of our major storms in Connecticut? We uh, Snowstorms, we get them on a northeast wind. The north wind brings the cold, the east wind brings the moisture, and that's how we get our uh, major snowstorms. So this is a major nor'easter. Uh, one thing lacking on it, Dan, uh, is the uh, Arctic high to the north. If this were a setup, say, in January or February, and say the snow fields were all established across Canada, and there was big high pressure up there sitting over, say, Ontario or Quebec province, we would be getting crushed. This would be a two-foot snowstorm. But we're wasting a lot of precipitation at the beginning of the storm in the form of rain. And what I was talking about earlier, Dan, is we're going to have dynamic cooling. So as the precipitation comes down heavily, it's going to mix the colder air down from the cloud level to the ground. And as that colder air mixes down from the cloud level to the ground, we're going to see the conversion to the heavy, wet snow across the state. And even places downstate where I'm not predicting much in the way of uh, snow accumulation. You know, you go down toward uh, North Haven and New Haven, for example, there will be times later today, Dan, when the precipitation is just light, um, it will come down in the form of rain. But when it really intensifies and you get a heavy burst, enough cool air will dynamically mix down from cloud level to uh, convert it temporarily to heavy wet snow, even right along the Connecticut shoreline. So uh, as I said, there's a, there's a lot to talk about today. Okay, well, let's start with the storm track. Uh, how do you see this storm track proceeding? All right, good question, Dan. Uh, it looks like uh, around 1 o'clock. Let's start at 1 o'clock this afternoon. So Saturday afternoon, December 5th, obviously, uh, we will see that bombogenesis taking place east of Long Island and kind of uh, south of Martha's Vineyard, somewhere out there. Uh, and so the storm will really be intensifying in that position. By 7 o'clock this evening, it will have bombed out into a major, major nor'easter. And that storm is going to be off the northern Massachusetts coastline. So off of Gloucester, for example. For us, we will see strong northerly winds, uh, power outages definitely a possibility, uh, especially in Tolland and Wyndham County, where I think they will have the heaviest of the uh, heavy wet snow accumulations here in Connecticut. Now, by one o'clock in the morning, the major storm is going to be cutting right between down east Maine and Nova Scotia, so sort of off Eastport, Maine, 
And uh, by daybreak Sunday, the storm will move up into eastern Canada. But I still think we'll see a brisk northerly wind here in Connecticut. So it's going to be a, a you know fairly bright Sunday, but a fairly cold Sunday with temperatures in the 30s statewide. So whatever snow we get today uh, will freeze solidly tonight with temperatures in the 20s, and then it will be problematic to melt tomorrow because we're only going to see temperatures in the 30s. And uh, same deal on Monday, Dan. Uh, It looks like the high on Monday will be at the southern tip of Hudson Bay. The storm's still up over eastern Canada, so the flow between them will still produce northerly winds and cold temperatures here in Connecticut. Uh, I would say 30s again um, showing up during the day on um, Monday. I'm looking out my window now, Dan. Humongous snowflakes are coming down here in West Granby. Uh, They look like the size of about a half dollar. Um, And we are uh, taping this podcast between 9 and 9.30 this morning. And that's the process we're going to see across the state. Higher elevations will have the snow first. Then it will get down into the valley locations last and uh, down to the I-95 corridor last of all. And one thing I wanted to point out, too, uh, with regard to, we say, the hills all the time, why will the hills get more snow than the valley? Well, in a standard atmosphere, you typically lose 3.7 degrees Fahrenheit or so per thousand feet in a standard atmosphere. So what does that mean? Well, it means if you live on a hilltop and you're at a thousand feet, and somebody else lives, you know, 15 miles away from you, and they're, they're right down on the sound, say, and they're at sea level, so zero feet elevation or maybe 10 feet above mean sea level or something. And then the, the hill town, uh, you know, 15, 20 miles inland is at 1,000 feet. The difference can be as much as 4 degrees Fahrenheit. So what are we talking about? Say it is snowing like crazy. Both locations, it could be 36 degrees at the sound location and snowing, but unable to accumulate because it's 36 degrees. Meanwhile, on top of that hill, 15 miles away at 1,000 feet of elevation, it's 32 degrees and the snow can readily accumulate. So that's why it makes such a difference uh, between when someone says or a meteorologist says what elevation is your home located at? Um, within my town here of Granby, uh, the center of town is at about 250 feet. But then there are some folks that live up near the Heartland and Barkhamstead line where it's 11, 1,200 feet of elevation. So in the town of Granby alone, you can see maybe 32, 33 in the town center where it's uh, 250 feet above sea level, and you can see the temperature some four or five degrees colder when you get up into the hills of North Granby and West Granby. So that is why elevation makes all the difference in the world, even within a town. So um, with all of this in mind, these are the warnings that we have an effect in. We have a winter storm warning in effect for uh, over six inches of snow accumulation for northeastern Connecticut, the hills of Massachusetts, all of New Hampshire, and most of Maine, except for the immediate shoreline of Maine. 
we have a winter weather advisory. So in other words, that's a lighter amount. That's the western periphery of the, the storm that extends from northwestern Connecticut through the Berkshires and southern and eastern uh, parts of Vermont. So specifically here in Connecticut, that winter storm warning is in effect for Holland and Wyndham County. I am expecting a quick burst of snow this afternoon and early this evening with 6 to 12 inches likely. And most of that, uh, the heaviest accumulation would be the higher you go in elevation. Uh, winter weather advisory for northwest Connecticut, Dan, that's us. That's you in Litchfield County. That's me in northwest Hartford County. Uh, the accumulation totals I'm predicting up three to six inches, again, with the highest accumulations in the hills. Um, just before we taped this at 9 o'clock this morning, I was flipping around watching the local television stations and already a good coating of snow in Goshen and in Norfolk. Uh, reports down in the Woolkit Hills from uh, my, my buddy Justin, who's weather observer down there, that the snow is starting to uh, accumulate quite readily. So uh, these are the amounts that I'm looking at. For southern Connecticut, uh, nothing on the shoreline. There might be an inch or two as you come inland, especially in the hilly terrain. So uh, my goodness, I'm, I'm pretty psyched up about this storm. The Bradfield Weather Podcast is underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury. I want to talk a moment about Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, underwriters of the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Action Carpet and Floor Covering is a full-service, licensed, family-run flooring company serving the entire region. Action Carpet and Floor Covering was founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake. And Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers, offering brand-name flooring covering products in vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs and tile, plus backsplash. Action Carpet and Floor Covering installs, plus offers professional cleaning services, and will repair water damage. Action Carpet and Floor Covering has certified specialists in mold and mildew remediation, Free estimates on all installations. Free quotes are also offered for insurance estimates. I'll tell you what, Action Carpet and Floor Covering is your go-to business for your floor covering, flooring, tile needs, you name it. They are your go-to business. In fact, Action Carpet and Floor Covering wants their customers to be beyond satisfied. They want to be considered their customers, one and only flooring company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406. That's 860-651-8406. Or go online at action-carpet.com. That's action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full-service flooring company. When we get a storm of this magnitude, we usually get the spaghetti models, the various weather services with their storm models. What do the storm models look like? All right. Well, um, I basically this morning looked at what we call the uh, high-resolution rapid refresh model. Uh, I, of course, looked at my all-time favorite, the European model, um, the global forecast system, uh, the GFS, uh, the NAM, the North American model. 
I looked at all these various models this morning, Dan, and it's it's kind of like a, a jigsaw puzzle, but you said it perfectly. It's kind of like the spaghetti plots you see uh, with the, the hurricane tracking and so forth. Most of them are... Most of them are in line here, so I, I feel fairly high confidence that, um, say, Union, Connecticut, is going to get more snow than, say, Kent, Connecticut. That that idea of northeastern Connecticut hill towns moving up to the Worcester County hill towns, moving up to the New Hampshire White Mountains, moving up to the mountains of western Maine. I feel like that is the jackpot area. That is the area that's going to end up with um, 12 to 18 uh, inches of snow accumulation. So uh, in terms of the individual models, the European gave less than an inch and perhaps just plain rain to the immediate I-95 corridor. So that takes you from Bridgeport, uh, you know, over to Milford and New Haven and uh, on out toward Old Saybrook and, um, and Old Lyme and Groton and New London, uh, basically under an inch, and that would be at the very, very end of the storm, and again, perhaps even nothing there. Uh, when you get up to around I-84, the Danbury's and the Waterbury's of the world and, you know, over toward Middletown and Meriden, for example, let's just hold it right there, stop right there. It looks like about one to three inches of snow accumulation can pile up, especially on the grassy surfaces. You get into the northwest hills, Dan, up, up your way. Uh, I'm predicting three to six inches of snow accumulation. Um, three to six inches of snow accumulation in northwest Hartford County, too. Uh, Bar Campstead, Heartland, Granby, that area. Uh, and uh, the northeast hills, the jackpot for Connecticut with six to 12 inches of snow accumulation. Uh, and again, if I had to pick a town in Connecticut that I think is going to get the mo- most, it would be maybe Willington, Ashford. Union, one of those really high spots uh, right up along I-84 just before you go on up into Massachusetts. So uh, that's what the European model is going for. Now, the GFS has been flip-flopping back and forth. Uh, they, they have 1.38 inches of water equivalent in the form of snow at Bradley. So if you just, wow. move, if you just move the decimal point there, Dan, if you figured a 10 to 1 ratio... That would be 13.8 inches of snow. Not going to happen, though, not in my opinion, because, the, the, number one, the ground's too warm. Number one, right now, the temperature's too warm. Uh, I would say instead of a 10-to-1 ratio, which we typically get, we're going to have about a 5-to-1 ratio. So it's going to be that heavy, wet snow. And that's why I'm concerned about some power outages, too. So if you divide that, 1.4 inches by two, in other words, instead of 10 to one, five to one, then you get about seven inches of snow, which is, in my estimation, still too much for Bradley, but it, it's more reasonable. So uh, I think I think the GFS is overdoing it a little bit in terms of uh, in, in terms of how big the storm is going to be. Uh, so I'm going to I instead of dwelling on this, I'm going to move away from it because I don't want people saying, "Oh, Brad Field predicted 13.8 inches of snow at Bradley," because I am not. 
Um, you know, if I had to say right now what I think Bradley will end up with, uh, I would say on the order of two to four inches of snow, something something like that. So, uh, you know, we're going to get the heavy, wet snow. As the storm bombs out, Dan, power outages possible later this afternoon as the winds really start to crank. Uh, looking out my window right now, I don't even see, you know, there are a few dead leaves on the trees. I don't even see them moving a, 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 a bit. But I think later today the wind is really going to crank up. So a word of advice would be charge your phones because you might lose power. Know where your flashlight is because you might lose power. And if you're lucky enough to have a generator, you might want to run out and, and make sure you get enough gasoline today because I do believe that there will be power outages today. Um, more plentiful in northeastern Connecticut, but they can be scattered all around the state because of the fact that the, you know, even though some towns will miss out on the snow, I don't think uh, many towns will miss out on the wind, that's for sure. Uh, the North American model, Dan, the NAM. Uh, mostly rain at the Connecticut coast, ending is maybe an hour or two of snow. So, you know, even along the I-95 corridor, could throw you into the Christmas spirit with a little snow coming down. And the NAM has up to six to nine inches from Bradley over to uh, Willimantic. Again, the hilly terrain getting the most because of that decrease in temperature of, say, close to four degrees Fahrenheit for every thousand feet you go up through the atmosphere. Brad, can you time out the storm hour by hour? Yeah, um, for, for the six-hour window, Dan, um, for the folks listening to our podcast this afternoon, um, Saturday afternoon, say from about one o'clock this afternoon through about seven o'clock uh, this evening, Saturday evening, December 5th, um, from Torrington to Windsor Locks, I think we're in, say, the one to three inch range in that six hour window. We'll probably pick up one to three inches of snow. But as you move out toward, say, Willimantic, they could get close to four or five inches of snow in the six hour window. And you get up into the northeast corner, uh, as I stated, Union and Ashford and Willington. Uh, right across the top of Connecticut on over toward Putnam, up in the higher elevations, you could see a solid half foot of snow in those six hours alone. So that would mean that snow is coming down at the rate of about an inch an hour in terms of accumulation, maybe even at times as much as two inches an hour. Uh, and the farther east you go out toward the Rhode Island border, again, I cannot rule out the rumble of thunder occurring with that, uh, you know, bombogenesis occurring uh, more out toward Cape Cod and, and the Vineyard and uh, Nantucket. So then um, let's say 1 o'clock. We'll start at 1 o'clock today. It looks like snow will be falling in the northwest and northeast hills, uh, a mix through central Connecticut, as I said before that dynamic cooling. So when the precipitation lets up, it's likely to be in the form of rain. But when it comes down heavily, it will flip over to snow as colder air mixes down with the snowflakes. Uh, at 1 o'clock this afternoon, rain on the I-95 corridor. 
By 4 o'clock this afternoon, I do believe it will be snowing almost everywhere in the state. Um, mainly rain, uh, the, the immediate I-95 corridor, like we're talking 95 down to the sound, that's about it. I think even north of there, they're going to be getting some snow. Uh, again, uh, at, along I-95, when it's, it, when it's light or moderate, it'll just be raining. When it's heavy, it will convert over to snow. By 7 o'clock tonight, I think the steady snow will only be in Wyndham County. It will be ending elsewhere across the state. So you see this is a quick hitter. It's only during the day today because by 7, 8, 9 o'clock tonight, it's completely out of the state. Uh, by 10 o'clock tonight, there might be a flurry lingering over at the Rhode Island border. And by midnight, 1, 8, 1 in the morning, this thing is completely gone. In a nutshell, what you're telling me, however, is the closest I'm going to get to a golf course today is watching the South Africa Open on the Golf Channel. There you go. That sounds like a good <laughs> afternoon plan. As long as you keep sure. your as long as you keep your power, Dan, and I would say in in Torrington, that's a uh, pretty good bet. I think the the I, the place again that could lose the power is most likely uh, portions of northeastern Connecticut and mainly in uh, Tolland and Wyndham counties. Well, to put a wrap on our podcast then, how about uh, giving the forecast? All right. Uh, sounds like a good, good plan. Um, there will be snow this afternoon, heavy at times, uh, especially over northeastern Connecticut. Later today, Dan, the winds will gust uh, to over 35 to inland Connecticut and gust to over 45 coastal Connecticut. Uh, temperatures today mainly in the 30s, tending to fall as the day goes on and the cold air mixes down from cloud level. Uh, overnight, the storm ends as flurries from west to east across the state during the early to mid-evening. Temperatures will be in the 20s overnight tonight. So that heavy, wet snow will freeze rock hard Overnight tonight, as temperatures dip to the 20s. For Sunday, it looks like a mix of sun and clouds. Still a windy day as we're still under the circulation of the storm. Temperatures will be in the 30s. And the good news here is Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm not looking at anything. We're, we're going to say mostly sunny each day. Uh, temperatures Monday and Tuesday only in the 30s. And then by Wednesday, mostly sunny and a little bit milder, uh, temperature on uh, Wednesday between 38 and 44. But just as a, a clarification, although the snow accumulation, depending on where you are in the state of Connecticut, is going to vary, wind is going to impact the entire state. Is that fair to say? That's correct, Dan. Yep, that's correct. And, and especially later this afternoon and into the evening, I expect the wind to really pick up. Okay. Well, Brad, on that note, as you know, we always like to thank our first responders who are on the front line every day, and certainly things don't get easier the more we progress towards Christmas. So a big thank you to our first responders and to you and Sandy and our podcast audience and to those who are listening on radio because WAPJ-FM in Torrington carries this podcast. Uh, we wish everybody safe tidings during this storm and have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you, Dan, and I hope, uh, I hope the podcast audience stays safe uh, in the storm and through the pandemic as well. 
All right. Thanks, Brad. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company.